Hello, this is Eddie Cohn, host of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. It's kind of an emergency podcast. I wasn't planning on recording one today, but first of all, big thanks to my podcast host, Podbean, for featuring me on their website this week. I'm the most featured podcast in the society and culture section of their page, which is incredible. I'm getting new listeners from all around the world. It's actually also the one-year anniversary of my show, which is surreal to think about. I created the show about a year, not about a year ago to the day. And I think social media is confusing, and I do believe it's creating more chaos. I believe it's creating more disconnection. And I I know I know Instagram promotes connection, bringing people together. I know Facebook promotes that. But I don't think that is the result. I don't think that is ultimately what's happening. And I think it's a confusing platform. I do believe still that it's important to use Instagram and social media if you have a podcast, if you have some sort of creation or if you own a business and you want people to know about your business. I think it makes logical sense to use the platform. I started writing a book about a year and a half ago, and an agent friend of mine suggested creating a podcast as well, because our culture has the tendency to pay attention to writers, thinkers, and a great platform to share your viewpoints and thoughts on the world as a podcast. So because the book I'm writing is pretty satirical and filled with lots of absurdity, I thought it would make sense to create a show where I'm sharing my true thoughts on social media, and I talk about this with other artists and musicians and DJs and yoga teachers who also probably struggle with how to use social media. I just I just got off the phone the Skype call with Adam Mesnick, owner of Deli Board San Francisco. And he's my next guest for the show. It'll probably post on Monday. And he was telling, he's in San Francisco, and he was telling me the story about the homelessness, the drug problem, crisis, I really should say. And he was being chased down the street by a homeless person as my cats are running in the background, I do believe we're living in a day and age of chaos. I think there's an extreme and obscene level of isolation happening right now, an obscene level of disconnect. And I think, and I may even predict that it's going to, the underlying cause is going to be pointed at, I mean, all of these issues have been there in our culture. But when you have a device and a phone that keeps beeping and buzzing and drawing you in, it's impossible for people to focus, pay attention, have heartfelt conversations, and create change. And I was thinking about this concept as I was talking to Adam and I think I mentioned it to him. Everybody has their own television show. 
they there are like fifty hundred million different television shows on Instagram, and every single day, everybody is looking at multiple different television shows. Their brains are being permeated by all these random thoughts. Who knows what anybody is paying attention to every single day? And with that, creates more chaos. Adam was telling me a story where he was in government meetings... And these are meetings where major decisions are supposed to be made for the city. But half the officials are looking at their phone when other people are sharing their views, sharing reasons why they should be passing a bill. Imagine if our hierarchy of officials, the ones that are supposed to be making the decisions for our cities, for people just like you and me, in these meetings instead of actually hearing or listening to other people talk, officials are staring at their phones at God only knows what. I think it's a huge crisis. I think it's a huge problem. And I don't want to sound like there's no hope, but I do believe unless Facebook and Instagram are just taken down, I mean, granted, I guess something else could take their place, Snapchat, Maybe there always will be something that will take their place. But we've always had this problem of not living in our own reality, which is why the video game industry has just taken off so so exponentially over the last 10, 15 years. We love this idea of living in fantasy, I guess, in this weird sort of way, taking us away from our day-to-day life. And maybe the world that we live in is never going to be perfect. Maybe it's just meant to be that millions of people will go to work every day and have a job that they don't love. Maybe that's just how it's going to be. But even if they didn't like their job, they still, up until about 15 years ago, went home and shared the experience of dinner or watching Cheers or Family Ties or The Cosby Show, shared experiences with their family or their kids or their neighbors. So at least they had this idea of shared experiences. And with those came support, love, camaraderie, connection. But now when people come home after a long day at work, whether they like their job or not, instead of connecting and talking to one another, everybody is going off in their own direction and That's where the disconnect comes from. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to get that back because of cell phones, because of apps, video games. So, you know, I talk about this idea of everybody going in multiple directions, which I think ultimately creates chaos. I just watched the first episode of the show Euphoria on HBO, and it's a teenage drama But in this weird sort of way, it it felt like pornography to me. It's really well edited, shot. It's creatively interesting. It's got these sort of MTV elements to it. But it's really depressing. (laughs) 
It's really dark. A part of me wonders if what's the point of the show. But maybe the point is, is that because of Snapchat and technology, parents overwhelmed at work. And then when they go home to try to connect with their family and their kids, it's impossible because their kids are addicted to either drugs or Snapchat or Instagram. There's no camaraderie. There's no familial connection at home anymore. And I think it's been stripped away because of our cell phones. And I do believe it's easy to finger point and point the finger at children and adolescents thinking that they're the only ones that have these problems with Snapchat and Instagram and cell phones. But I think adults are probably just as affected, just as culpable as children. A friend of mine was telling me a story of his 80-year-old grandmother who can't stop looking at her phone. And I think similarly to kids, we're so easily impressionable under the age of 20. And then even as adults, maybe even especially older adults, because you don't have much going on per se, you don't have a passion, maybe you're not going to work anymore. And when you're in those states of when you're in that state of mind, it's so easy for the brain to get distracted. And, you know, in a perfect world, we're talking, we're reading, it's okay to watch television. But the easily impressionable ones, and maybe that's all of us, end up going down the rabbit hole of nonsense of cell phone usage. I, I don't know. The show Euphoria, to me, is is sort of creating this world. It, it's depicting a world of complete and utter chaos. And maybe because of the onslaught of distractions, that is the world that we're left to be living in. Last clip of the show, again, celebrating the one-year anniversary of the downward-facing spiritual spiral. Can't believe a year ago I created this show. It's been unbelievably enlightening, inspiring. I've learned a lot about myself through this show. I've realized I'm rarely inspired by anything on Instagram but I'm mostly inspired when I'm in the room or sharing a space with other human beings and hearing their story. And we talk about life. We talk about the impact of technology. We talk about creativity, the process of creativity, intimate face-to-face conversations that's something that has always inspired me. And I feel like I kind of forgot about that. And maybe it's because I had been using my cell phone too much a few years ago. And the show reignited my love and passion towards human connection, human conversation, staring at somebody while you talk to them, this podcast reminded me of how valuable all of those elements can be um, for me and how enriching they can feel. Last section here, I wanted to play, I've been listening to Sam Harris a little bit more often lately, and he had this 
really interesting conversation with Douglas Douglas Rushkoff. The episode is called Digital Capitalism. It's episode 146. Um, the show is called Making Sense with Sam Harris. I wanted to play you this clip where Douglas is speaking about social media and technology. The fact that we're no longer merely human, you know, merely apes, is immaterial. Right. I mean, sometimes it makes me feel like, well, am I the ape who says, I don't want to learn to speak <laughs> because, right, right, exactly. or read or, or anything, or well, I don't want to get a printing press because it's going to disconnect me from the manuscript that's handwritten by the monk. No, but I don't believe that the vast majority of people who are developing these technologies are doing it with my best interests at heart. You know, I feel like that currently they're, they're propelled by business plans that are looking at how to extract value from me rather than how to enhance me. And I also have a, a, a real intuition that what we need as a civilization right now is not more abstraction or disconnection. I don't even feel like we fully dealt with the abstractness of human language, much less, uh, much less text or television. You know, we're maybe just now seeing, okay, I get that not everything on television is true, but maybe not. You know, we just have been overtaken by reality TV. You know, that it's, it's become reality. So, and maybe this is why I still am a media theorist. So I feel like without a whole lot more media literacy and awareness, we can't go there. We need to take a moment, a moment's pause, and learn how to be with each other again in in pairs and groups before we kind of venture further out. I'm thinking about this idea that people aren't talking much anymore. Imagine a generation, I guess people under the age of 22, where they rarely talk, they rarely look at each other, they rarely share a room with one another when they're talking, they primarily communicate through a DM or a text. Imagine a world where there's no context. <laughs> Imagine in the sense that, you know, body language or understanding someone's history or perspective or why they're saying the things they say. Imagine a world where you rarely hear a person's voice when you are communicating with them. Imagine a million people right now not all focused on the drug problem in San Francisco, but because of their phone and whatever they follow and whatever the algorithm that Facebook has created for this particular person. Imagine a million people focused on a million different things. Imagine a world where you walk into an elevator and there's five people in there and there's a screen on the wall of the elevator broadcasting advertisements and then all five of those people, instead of talking to one another, are just staring at their phone. Imagine that whole idea of water cooler talk, everybody coming together on a Monday or Tuesday and talking about some event that happened the day before or a television show. 
Imagine that not happening anymore because of Netflix and all these television channels having so many shows. Everybody is on some different episode, different season, different channel, and nobody can talk about the show because nobody knows where anybody else is in their process of watching the television show. We have now too much, too much content, too many people screaming and yelling and trying to get your attention. It's like a maze and there's no way out. And I know it sounds dystopian. I know it sounds hopeless. I know it sounds like Dante's Inferno. But I do think we are at a point where we need some major focus, some major change, some major looking in the mirror, some major, why am I really using my phone? Why am I turning to Instagram? Can I wait an hour? Can I wait till tomorrow? I think we need some deep, thought and considerations on why are we really using these devices and what we can do to bring deeper, more face-to-face interactions into our life. So that's today's episode, one-year anniversary of the downward-facing spiritual spiral. Just felt inspired to talk about this. And I I felt alone sometimes and confused as to how to use a social media platform as an artist, as a creator, as a DJ. Do I share stuff on Instagram? Are other people confused? Are other people thinking about the addictive qualities of cell phones? Are other people feeling as though we're living in a chaotic world where there's no simple structure? Feels like there's no structure. And all of that created the podcast. I am eternally grateful for the support, people that have shared my show, taken the time to write a review, I still ask for that because it still creates more listeners, more eyeballs. As I get close to finishing my book, I want to continue to keep writing others. And so I believe this podcast will be a very important medium for me to share my thoughts. I appreciate iTunes for featuring my podcast. I appreciate Podbean for featuring it this week. I appreciate my cats for being a part of the show. I appreciate the guests that have taken the time to come over or talk via Skype. People that I don't even didn't know personally, but trusted that I would ask respectful questions and trusted that I respected their time. I I'm flattered that people take the time to listen and want to come on my show and talk. And again, I'm just I'm just eternally grateful for this podcast and how it's changed my life. So, as always, 
Head on over to iTunes, maybe Google, share it, write a review, share the podcast with friends. You can always reach out to me on Twitter at Eddie Cohn. You can reach out on Instagram at Eddie Cohn. And I'm really happy to welcome Adam Mesnick, owner of Deli Board SF. That'll probably drop on Monday. A couple yoga teachers, a couple writers lined up. But as always, thank you so much for being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. Thank you.